Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why exactly. I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing. Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. You will say Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. Princess Mako's husband, Kay Kamuro, can be a lawyer now. Hey, congratulations. Congratulations for passing. How was your anniversary, man? How was Mako's birthday? Do you have any message for Japan? Regarding your passing? Yeah, you care about this way more than me. I'm like, okay, good luck. He was going to get his law degree. It's like Kim Kardashian. Well, no, he got his degree, but if you, you can't pass the bar that many times. She finally passed the bar. I think that this is great for Princess Mako. She doesn't have her income. She doesn't, she, she, remember she declined the money from her family after she like left the family. So did Prince Harry, but he seems to be fine. All she's doing is like writing articles for the Met Museum of Art website. Like, I don't think that's going to pay the bills for their Manhattan lifestyle. You don't know their price per word. <laughs> I, can't, I can't expect that's enough to support a family of two in Manhattan. We've seen the paparazzi photos of her walking around with chic outfits. Yeah, but that's the kind of stuff that you get free when you're Princess Mako. I guess that's true. I really love this Vanity Fair story because there was a statement put out by, who was it? Oh, a senior official of the Imperial Household Agency reportedly expressed relief about Kay's success on the bar exam when contacted by the Japanese newspaper. That's good. That's good sourcing. <laughs> this person goes... It's good to hear, the source said. It is reassuring to see the foundations for the couple's future finally falling into care. place. They don't give a shit. They but they're just like, okay, good. You're going to take care of like this princess. Thank God. They do not care. Moving on to actual stories about who celebrities. Suki Waterhouse is a liar. 
No, she's a troll. <laughs> she's a troll. That's what you're thinking. I think she, it's interesting that she did this because this is what Robert Pattinson has done like many, many, many times, uh, right? I mean, this is not this is not a new thing. She's doing yeah. They what have he did. the same sort of they 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 mess with journalists, especially during. Well, this wasn't even during the pandemic. This was like 2017 that she lied to this bustle reporter. Why does that do with the pandemic? I think he also had been doing this for a long time too. Well, remember his like um. The spaghetti that thing. GQ interview was with him was very like I'm bored at my apartment energy. Sookie's in the other room right. energy. It was that sort of thing. The pastina thing or like whatever mm-hmm. when he like made like pasta with like in his microwave. But yeah, he'd exactly. done that before. He had like lied. He had like he had fibbed on some talk show and then it became a big thing. And then he had kind of eventually had to be like, I was just not telling the truth. I got bored. You know, I was thinking during the introduction when I was a kid and that's a long time ago. But, you know, the kids my age, boys my age, they wanted to be baseball players or they wanted to run away and join the circus. This is a very different time. Did you have any of those dreams as a kid? Running away and joining the circus? Uh, no, the first time I went to a circus, somebody died. One of the clowns died. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not letting that go. How did the clown die? His little car exploded. The joke car ex- exploded on him. You're being serious about <laughs> yeah, this, seriously. yeah? So, so did that kind of ruin the circus for you? It was. Like my parents had to like everybody ran out. It was, it was terrifying. It's bizarre. <laughs> what a bizarre way to start the, the interview. Only, yeah, the only time I've ever been to the circus. The story I read was that. You were at the circus and one died in front of you, basically. What? It's another thing where I have trouble distinguishing fact from fiction. Okay, so Rob is a liar. He's lying. I love it. So what Suki Waterhouse fibbed about was years ago in an interview, she said that she washes her hair with Coca-Cola, as in Coca-Cola Classic, to keep it, like, you know, healthy, keep it looking good. Yeah. A beautiful Hollywood actor. And sure. it was such a viral moment that someone at Bustle How viral. wrote the story as viral as a moment involving Suki Waterhouse. I can just be. love Jessica Booth at Bustle, like honestly, literally just trying to do her job, just trying to get through the day, just trying to like get the get the article up. I bet she's not being paid by word, although I'd love to hear that she was. Bustle's like, can you write about this Coca-Cola thing? She's can like, you degrade yourself try- and take How about I try and wash my hair? She writes an article, Suki Waterhouse washes her hair with cola, so I tried it out. Suki's like, Bitch, my God, I don't even do that. I did. I, then she retweeted that and goes, I did Jessica dirty. And then Jessica retweeted and wrote, I'm crying. Well, Honestly, started... I do feel for our our journalist girly in arms. Like, we, I feel for, like, our fellow. She's, like, part of our community. I feel for her, but at the same time, like, there's nothing better as, like, a writer for the internet when a celebrity engages with you, whether or not they're clowning you or not. You know, like, Sure, but I feel like... like... Now they have to go back into the piece and be like, put a disclaimer at the top. It's like, she lied about this, but I still did it anyways, you know? It was an Us Weekly interview, so she lied to Us Weekly. And the reason this happened is because a random Twitter u- user, Suki Somia, <laughs> on <laughs> on Twitter, tweeted, retweeted Who? this old story and said, do you still rinse your hair with Coca-Cola crying face, skull face? And Suki responded, okay, to be honest, no. I got bored during hair interviews and said this. I've never done this, ma'am. I mean, I do like accent training and everything. Can we hear it? What, my American accent? Yeah. Jeremy is a great guy. I don't know if you know this about him, but Jeremy does not use anything but a caps lock. Um. <laughs> How was that? No, no, it wasn't It wasn't bad. good. Was, We're not using that. I'm going to do it better. We have this, this meeting of the minds. I hate it too. Lori Laughlin's daughter, Olivia Jade, hangs with Candace Cameron Bure's daughter, Natasha, in a new TikTok. <laughs> 
We they don't act like they just hang out in a TikTok, but they are actually friends. Good morning, everybody. It's Olivia Jade. Welcome back to my YouTube channel. Today, I'm here with Natasha. Hey, guys. Natasha Burrett. You guys know Natasha. We've been friends forever. And she's been on my channel plenty of times, starting when we were probably like 14. Full House fans rejoice. Aunt Becky and DJ Tanner's daughters are good friends in real life. What have we done to deserve the Full House offspring and Full House people like being this cursed, you know, between Lori and Candace? The Olsen twins won't even talk to us anymore. Who else? Oh, tragedy, Bob Saget. What else? What else? Like, it's like uh, one thing after another. John Stamos is even embarrassing now. Who else we got? I can keep going. Oh, I guess Jody's okay. I'm thinking beyond the... No, Jody's like an activist. Jody rules. So here's what happened. Natasha Beret has a music career, a burgeoning music career. She has like a couple of songs on Spotify, and I had forgotten, slash maybe didn't even know that 36, she 36,000 monthly listeners. Okay. Yeah. She competed on The Voice in 2016. Yeah. You don't remember this? I don't remember this. Wise men say but she's been wanting to be a singer since she was a teenager and now she actually has a song it is on tiktok which is as we all know a good way to get eyes on it unfortunately only 78 people on tiktok as of recording have used it in videos natasha bray is one of them it's interesting that you put in here the tiktok videos versus the streams on spotify as if this is a more valuable and telling statistic how many videos people have made with it on tiktok versus how many people have listened to it on spotify well i think it is it's sort of telling mm -hmm. don't you agree I don't know. It just uh, speaks to our time, I guess. Like TikTok. I just don't want to fall down. I don't want to accidentally sort of discount TikTok to my own we demise. Never. You know, like. I don't think we ever do that. I want to acknowledge that people <laughs> listening to music, even if it is by the child of Candace Cameron Bure on TikTok means something. And it's interesting to me that only 78 people have used this song in a TikTok. I would say when speaking about whether a song is quote unquote viral, you would go to TikTok. But just speaking about a song in general, if it's being listened to, enjoyed, does it have a fandom, then I would go to Spotify. It has 122,000 streams on Spotify, which uh. is almost, which is about a quarter of the number of streams for her Can't Help Falling in Love voice performance that's been on Spotify for like six years. So right. but it's it doing more, well in comparison. These girlies are though more of a youtube existent they, these girlies exist more on youtube though i mean olivia jade does at least because that's her kind of that's, that's her, her home base because she's doing she's back in action and just like actively doing these vlogs again as if you know as if her scandal never happened to be fair she didn't really do anything and she's still doing her conversations with the olivia jade podcast though what's kind of funny about that is that oh yeah it's a, that you it's a celebrity that podcast that sort of yeah I listened to part of the conversations with Natasha Beret one and they like, she mentioned the voice on it. And I was like, wait, what? And then I had to do all of that. But this interview was from February and she's still doing this podcast, but it's kind of funny. Like, I would love to know, again, I think you and I both are always very into like, what's, what are in these contracts? So like when Olivia Jade signed with iHeartRadio or whoever to do this show, Conversations with Olivia Jade, which she has now been doing for about a year, like, is it 
we were right, there for that's the first episode. Is it like, oh, you have to do X within a calendar year? You have to do X and then we'll maybe yeah, think about I renewing think your contract? Yeah, I think this is something like, that only we care about. <laughs> what I'm more interested in than this is why Emily Ratajkowski's podcast is two times a week. I would love for somebody to tell me why that is. Like, it is you somewhat related. It? No, absolutely not. Two, twice a week. I, I make a podcast twice wow, a week. Wow, twice a week. too much. <laughs> wow, twice <laughs> I a know. Week. Andy, tell that to Andy Cohen and see what his response is. <laughs> wow, twice a week. When you're making a podcast twice a week, three times a week, it's hard to find time to listen to another podcast twice a week. Although I do. But I do. But I, I understand her intrinsically. I'd love to meet up and talk about we'd love we could maybe join a club <laughs> called Girl Girlies Who Make Podcasts Twice a Week and be me, <laughs> Bobby and Emily Ratajkowski. I don't know anyone else who does that. Oh, my God. I would love to be in Emily Ratajkowski's Girlies Who Make Podcasts Twice a Week group in New York so City. That's what oh, my I'm God. That'd be saying. so much fun. So I'm putting that out to her that if she wants to do that, then I'd be down. We go to Eisenberg's every like Wednesday afternoon. Oh my god! If we went so to like fun. a diner, but we don't have every time. Weekday you, afternoon. Every Wednesday afternoon, we don't even have time for that. We're both doing podcasts twice a week. Once a week, you want us to meet up? Also, okay, once a week, I just think it's too much. I think once a month, maybe we could meet up. <laughs> once a week, Emily's like, try once a month. <laughs> She's like, well, I have to record my podcast twice a week, but then I also have to meet up with my um, podcasting group for girlies who podcast twice a week, once a week. So really, my obligation to this podcast has now become three times a week. <laughs> Emily looks at her like cute little mole skin and she's like, mm, I can do Sunday mornings at 2 a.m. <laughs> but you'd have to come And we're to me. like, sure. We're like, yes. <laughs> okay, I can't talk about these two girls anymore and that they're friends. Can I read I, this I one quote? I just want to read this quote from. I um, it's just so funny. Like, if you want to hear <laughs> what conversations between Candace Cambray's daughter and Lori Laughlin's daughter sound like, here's Natasha. We've been friends and sisters since forever. We have so many fun memories together of just, like, hanging out. It's just, like, a fun, interesting dynamic, too. When you both have one of your parents on a show together, and then you're the same age, and then you're friends, it's super fun. <laughs> I It's so funny. Oh, it's I so can't. funny. Moving on, my favorite headline of the week is this one right here. Ready? This is an okay. <laughs> so this is This is an okay exclusive. Ready? Justine Skye admits she learns, quote, something new from her friends every day, colon, we love to spend time together. <laughs> Same. You know, if this is the pull quote, if this is like all you got from the interview, I just feel like you have to scrap and move on. You have to scrap it. What about and quotas, okay Magazine What about quotas? should know better. Well, it feels very like we have to get something about this in here for some spawn mm -hmm. reasons because – if this is like the best that you can get, then like you, you're not getting it. This is not it, you know. And this is an exclusive, exclusive. She learns things from her friends. She likes <laughs> to spend time with her friends. She admits, not even that. She admits that she learned something new, as if, as if it is something that you're pulling from her. Well, mm -hmm. I guess, you know, well, I guess I could share this with you. I really don't like this, you know. I really, you know, it, it's a little personal, but I do. Learn something new from my friends every day. We like to hang out. It's also not even learn something specific. Like, tell me the most recent thing you've learned no, from your friends. No, nothing. You know? Sorry. Just nope. something new. Sorry. Yeah. Quote, here's the quote. We learn something new from each other every day and just from being in the same industry as well. The 27-year-old exclusively tells OK while at the, here we go, give the gift of Marshalls and TJ Maxx event. 
in New York City, <laughs> quote, amongst my friend group, I admire everyone's fashion sense. So I take bits and pieces from each of my friends and then I incorporate them into my own outfit, too. Where are the details? There's still no details here. Oh, my God. At the end of the day, we're all human and we just enjoy each other's company. We love to spend time with each other for the holidays and we love to get gifts as well. She's and saying this at a TJ Maxx slash Marshalls moments. event in New York City. Did they, yes, yeah, did she read this on a TJ Maxx and Marshalls mug that she picked up 20,000% off? And <laughs> did To she be pick... fair, you're right. This is the sort of thing you would find on a mug in front of the cash registers at a Or Marshalls. like a frame or something, or maybe an old bag of popcorn she bought from TJ Maxx or something had this written on the it's back. It's the mug. It's a mug at TJ Maxx that my mom would pick up while waiting in line at the checkout and look at and go, oh, cute, and then put it down (laughs) and not get it. (laughs) At the end of the day, we're all human and we just enjoy people's company. That's true about, that's the thing about friendship, though. You're human and you enjoy each other's company. (laughs) I would love a mug that says, at the end of the day, we're all human. We enjoy each other's company. We love to spend time with each other for the holidays. We love to get each other gifts as well. We celebrate these moments with each and we like to be present. And the person you're talking to says, ma'am, this is a Marshall slash TJ Maxx event. <laughs> <laughs> ma'am. ma'am. Ma'am, this is a Marshall slash TJ well, Maxx event. And- <laughs> here's the thing about this gift of Marshall's and TJ Maxx event in New York City. I can't find you- evidence of it anywhere. <laughs> Like, what? I was like, what? I was, what I wanted to do was do like, what I wanted to do was do like a fun game where I was like, okay, let's guess the other celebrities who are at this event. And I went to Getty. There are no stock photos on Getty. You like, this is the, this is Getty's dream going to Wait, the give of, give okay, the gift of Marshalls and TJ Maxx event and photographing all in, the stars. She also got BET to show up. Wait, this photo is iconic. She also got BET to show up and interview her about this. So she's getting, like, a lot of press for this event. They said, what's your favorite thing about the holidays? And then she said something like getting presents or whatever. And then she said, you can get it all done in one place. So what's on your list <laughs> to keep? And then what are you gifting? Because she said that she can go to Marshall's. She goes, I, uh, the more friends you have, again, with the friends, the more difficult it is to go shopping for them. Marshall's and TJ Maxx have everything I need at such a great price. You can get cute stuff at TJ Maxx and Marshall's. Imago, not Getty. So we have Imago events, the Imago uh, website. Wait, BT goes, I didn't write this down, but it just came to me. What's your favorite Timbaland song? <laughs> they're like, they're so fully out of questions. They're like, they're like, we, uh, we have no more things to say about TJ Maxx and Marshalls. Uh, we have to move on. Okay, so this is even more explicit. See, I thought that she was just sort of like a celebrity guest at this event, but it really no, does look like, like hosting it. She's hosting this event at a TJ Maxx slash Marshalls event, and there are a lot of photos on this website, ImageGo, Imago, uh, that's a stock photo website like Getty, where she's just sort of holding TJ Maxx and Marshalls bags. This is wonderful. Justine Sky is kicking off her holiday shopping with Marshalls and yeah, TJ Maxx. The Style It Girl is highlighting the perfect gifts for everyone on your list with an incredible selection of, de- of designer finds for less. And you know what the thing is? I'm starting to understand what the friendship angle is. Marshalls and TJ Maxx are friendly shops. They're friends. I think that that's like actually conceptual. They're friends. Wait, wait. With each Marshalls other? Marshalls and TJ Maxx. Yes. Are friends with each other? Yeah. They're like... They're like... Uh, they're like, Aren't they owned uh, by the same company? I think they're owned by the same company, so they're friends. I think there's a oh I think God. there's like a very stretchy copy concept in this. Talk about friendship, the way that Marshalls and TJ Maxx are friends. She got placement in the celebrity the must see celeb sightings for October twenty twenty two on uh, Entertainment Tonight. She, they really they did a nice job placing uh, this weird TJ Maxx event all around the internet. Just like okay, photos this is of good. her like holding a necklace, you know, <laughs> photos of her holding a box, photos of her holding a bag. 
Now, I hope she got paid for this, especially if she was the only one there. It looks like she got like a good paycheck here. This looks like she was like the headliner at the uh, Give the Gift of Marshalls and TJ Maxx event in New York City. 14 old, 14 expired bags of of popcorn, 12 mugs, and like, you know, a, a BB sweater from like 2012. Sorry, that's what I think. You, that's what I think you buy at TJ Maxx and Marshalls. I mean, I love them, but that's like literally what you buy there. Come on, a candle. I'm not over <laughs> the writer um, at BET keeping in the transcript. <laughs> I have to go back to it. <laughs> keeping in the transcript. I didn't write this question down, but it just came to be. What's, What's your, your favorite, favorite Timbaland, Timbaland song? song? <laughs> Can you describe the photo I just sent to you? Also, I just want you to like describe like what the 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 kind of TJ Maxx Marshall's like aesthetic design is that she's standing in front of. It's Westworld. <laughs> it's Westworld. Yeah, but like, but like describe like what we're doing here. Like what? What she's doing, she's standing in front of and, be- well, in front of and between sort of mirrored chrome angular it's Christmas trees. It's giving crag Christmas tree meets like it's... glitter, like a uh, disco ball Christmas tree aesthetic. But like, Instead it's of giving having, Tessa um, Thompson's robot character designed it as a centerpiece of Westworld New York City. Right. But instead of having like ornaments, because again, it's like it's shiny and flat. It's glass. We just have like two. We have two just like signs on it, maybe attached somehow. <laughs> one says Marshalls and one says TJ Maxx. Justine Sky, singer. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't even say she's singer. No, people know who Justine Sky is. Yeah, singer. Do they? Do they? Yeah. Oh, we've Do talked they? about it. If they listen to if they listen to Who Weekly, they know who Justine Sky is. And also perfect timing because you're getting in on the gift giving content like two weeks before everyone else. Man, we don't even follow her on Instagram. Following. We would have seen this on her Instagram. It's almost that time. Find high quality winter fashion and amazing prices for all the festivities at both Marshalls and TJ Maxx ahead of the holiday season. Hashtag ad. Uh, they could have said like write this in your own words. <laughs> You know, it's giving, like, inter- it's giving interstitial. <laughs> yeah, maybe she did say that. <laughs> she Pay was like, more. no, if you want custom copy, I'm going to need a higher rate. <laughs> Pay me more. Yeah, no, I agree. Okay, fine. You're right. Pay me more. What a lie. I fell for this time. User. What a loser. No one will ever know how much I put you on. So, <laughs> speaking of promo, Justine Sky was doing promo for um, TJ Maxx and Marshall's Zasha Mamet in doing promo for her new book, which is called My First Popsicle, a, a book of stories about food edited by Zasha Mamet. Zosha? Zasha? I think it's Zosha. Zosha? For the record. Yes. Zasha. Yeah. Mamet. Not Zosha. Not Zoisha. No. Although Zoisha has a ring to it. Not Zosia. Not Zosia. Oi. Not no. Zosa. Zosa. I mean, I often go by Z, which is my nickname. Cute. Which also is uh, less difficult to pronounce. Although sometimes if I go and get coffee and I tell them Z, people, they think it's a two. She was promoting this new book, My First Popsicle. A lot of famous people have stories about like food in it. And okay. in doing so, did a Grub Street diet. This Grub Street diet... In New York Magazine. You You and Zosha. It's so me. It's so me. We're friends. You and Zosha. (laughs) And she says, on the headline, Zosha Mamet shares Swedish fish with her horse. I'm learning all of her snack desires. So, like, this is a normal, this is a normal Grub Street Diet headline that is about. Something kooky in the headline. But then what happens is it gets translated to, like, normal tabloid culture and People Magazine 
like is like, oh, we got to pick this up. And then their headline, their headline is absolutely bonkers crazy. Cuckoo bananas. Right. You're, like, you're, why? You are so right, though. You in in the context of Grub Street, if you saw this headline, you would not bat an eye at it. You would say, oh, she she shares Swedish fish with a horse. OK. And then Weird. you read it and you're like, uh, my uh, this one of the women tells me that my horse loves Sour Patch Kids. I said, what? And then she, she my, now my horsey is obsessed with sweet as fish, so those are pretty much always around. It's like a treat for the horse. This makes sense within this context. Then People Magazine reads this and says, we got to pick this up. This is hilarious. And their headline is literally galaxy brain. Like they can't even write it so that a normal well, person could read it. Let me finish right? the second paragraph of what you were reading from the Grub Street Diet, which includes this this piece. This horse is sort of new to being mine, so I'm learning all of her snack desires. When I was filming season two of The Flight Attendant in L.A., great show, great show, I would ride with Kaylee Cuoco at her barn. Her mom fell in love with my horse, and I fell in love with one of her horses, so we swapped horses. Okay, so people seize all of this and they're like, wait, 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 wait. They're saying Zosha Mamet switched horses with Kaylee Cuoco's mom, and that is a crucial detail that we need to fit into this headline about Swedish fish. And so their headline is Zosha Mamet swapped horses with Kaylee Cuoco's mom, M dash, and it's obsessed with Swedish fish. And the photo, the photo accompanying this story is her and Kaylee Cuoco. I want to read that again. Zosha Mamet swapped horses with Kaylee Cuoco's mom, and it's obsessed with Swedish fish. (laughs) Like, it's all there. It's all there. It's like, yes. (laughs) But it's also kind of like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like, that is true. You read it, but I'm also kind of like, did you read it? Yeah, you're right. It is giving it is giving like high school book report. It's like I have to give you like at least one detail from this that proves that I skimmed it, you know? Right. Yes. Well, something that's nice about the sort of like tabloid style is that that sort of like the story begins at the top of the canopy of a tree and then it just sort of like tumbles down like Plinko and then by the bottom you've hit like all these branches. It does sort of it's relatable to people who exist on the internet because that's how it is to consume stories. But also I you think get what, everything. This, what this writer knows and what people's algorithm knows, because if you go to the bottom and you see related stories, you kind of see this revealed, is that People Magazine readers are obsessed with Kaylee Cuoco. They absolutely <laughs> love Kaylee Cuoco. Do they like mm-hmm. Zosha Mamet? I don't know. I think they'll take they'll take her or leave her. I think they like that she's best friends with their number one fave, Kaylee Cuoco. So you scroll to the bottom and you see the related stories. It's like Kaylee Cuoco and Tom Pelfrey's relationship, Tylem. Pregnant Kaylee Cuoco shares new baby bump. Kaylee Cuoco's pal, Zosha Mamet. Notice her pal. Kaylee Cuoco and Zosha Mamet tear up watching themselves play best friends. Uh, Kaylee Cuoco held a personal intervention after divorce. Like pregnant Kaylee Cuoco says she was sick while she shooting a movie <laughs> it's literally like all cuoco notice no zosha a little zosha but no zosha we even have Reed Drummond, five things free drummond's five kids everything to know beats out any sort of zosha mamet headline here i went on zosha mamet's instagram we weren't following her either now we are no mamet heads a lot of coconuts no mamet heads and people people uh social justice warriors uh- <laughs> Social justice warriors. Oh my god. Oh, we can stop recording now. Oh my god, that's good. So Zosha. we can Zosha. just stop. Social justice warriors. Oh, we got a real ZJW over here. 
<laughs> and th- someone's like, ew. And you're like, no, I'm just like a Zosha Mamet fan. They say Twitter's ruined now because the social justice warriors like really just took over. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So this is even more spawny than I realized because we were talking about Justine Skye. There is, there's sub promo in the people story. They pick. Sub? Because they have to. Promo? They have to pick (laughs) photos from Zosha's Instagram to embed in the story to both lengthen it, to break the story up. Oh, I see this. Oh my God. You're right. And so they put in. (laughs) She's holding CeraVe, which she may have bought at TJ Maxx. But does she wash her horse with CeraVe? In the stable with her horse. And it says, it all starts all. It all starts with the right cleanser. Cleanse, Wait, tone, she... moisturize, yeah. repeat. And maybe kiss a pony in between. No, she uses oh. it on herself. But then in She's between steps, she kisses a pony. She's not washing her horse with CeraVe. Yeah. But she, yeah. the photo of her holding the CeraVe happens to be in the barn. Somebody, Somebody's assistant ran over and said, baby, Zosha, we need the CeraVe spawn immediately. Can you please just take the photo with us now? Here, hold it, hold it. I'll get it. I'll get it. This right? is such a strange photo. But I guess people know that she's a horse girl. Well, they do now because she's in conjunction with Kelly Cuoco and the Cuocoanauts know that she's a horse girl. Kelly Cuoco is one of our biggest horse girls. She really right? is. She really is. Yes. Her and yeah. like Mary-Kate Olsen. I'm trying to think of other ones. Girlies who like famous people who ride horses. Steve Jobs' daughter or whatever. Okay. Right? We're so broken. We can't even think of a real celebrity who rides a horse. <laughs> Okay. Steve this Jobs' is... daughter. Okay. <laughs> now, another fun love story Tell is me. you and Kaylee Cuoco. Oh, what yeah. is going on there? You guys are roomies. <sighs> You're co-starring together. <laughs> what? How? This is the cutest story. You guys got tattooed. Tell me. Blah, blah, blah. Blah. I mean, we always say that our love started with a boop. I'm actually saved as boop in her phone. So the first time we ever met, which very few people believe, was our chemistry read for this show. And um, they were like, feel free to improv. And I was like, mm. okay, great. Um, and Kay, I, to this day, I'm like, Kay, why did you do that? She's like, I don't know, I just had an urge. And she walked up and I turned around and she booped me on the nose. She literally went, boop. And I went, oh, I hate it when you do that. Don't do that. And I like smacked her hand away. And we're, I wouldn't know, we just, have said since we're like that's the moment that our friendship was born who weekly is brought to you by squarespace as usual we love squarespace we love squarespace it's the only way we will ever have a website (laughs) is squarespace you're right because it's easy because i can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing which we might have to do relatively soon might Uh, might You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a, this is a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's, everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time. And it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because... It's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. 
We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacovas is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Asian doll rebranded. <laughs> this is the headline we have in our no, doc. No, this is not. That's not what the headline is. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I just like that it says Asian doll rebranded on the top of our doc. So, no, what, how I came into this story was I laughed because I saw this tweet where somebody retweeted uh, Sailman Hedonia, <laughs> retweeted Asian Doll. Asian Doll had written, had two tweeted weeks on ago. October, October 28th, rebranding, dot, 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 loading, and then like the little alarm emoji. And they retweeted it and wrote, I'm obsessed with her tweeting this and then going to jail, cry face. <laughs> and I was like, wait, I need to like. I need to dig into this. Like, obviously, this could be, like, a thing that I don't want to deal with. But I dug into it. And, <laughs> yep, Asian Doll, who is a uh, uh, drill rapper, was who signed to Gucci Mane's label. Well, was, was signed arrested. to Gucci Mane's label. Not anymore, but still. Really? Oh, yeah. okay. Was arrested for, um, like, speeding without a license or whatever. Like, boring shit. Like, like stupid shit. Like, maybe, don't go to jail Like, for stupid this. shit. But she was arrested because she didn't know she was wanted. So they, so all of a sudden they were like, "Babe, um, go to jail." And she was like, "Wait, what?" And then yeah, like, I didn't this. know, I didn't so know there was. Her. A, this is so stupid. Also, one of my biggest fears, you know, like I do something that I don't realize, and because I don't read my mail, and then they're like, "Babe, go to jail," and I'm like, "What?" You know, this yeah. would happen to me. I feel like because I don't read mail. <laughs> Listen, so we have. I mean, that's so, the point so, of the of House of Sand and Fog. Jennifer Connelly didn't open her mail and it ruined yeah. her life. <laughs> you always bring that up when we talk about mail. That's why you open mail. If you watch House of Sand and Fog, you will never not open your mail again. <laughs> well, tell Asian Doll to watch House of Sand and Fog. But also, if you move around, we all know how bad the USPS is with yeah, mail. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, right. Like, I haven't had this the same sucks. address for more than, like, five years and forever. Oh, so, listen. So, Asian Doll goes to jail, like, right as the single's about to come out. My argument <laughs> is, like, this is great press because I've never even heard of her. And now I'm, like, laughing that, like, her single's coming out while she's in jail for, like, speeding because she didn't realize that she, like, got in trouble for speeding. That's yeah. a little and, funny. Like, I don't want anybody be, to be going to jail, but it does no. seem like, based on the video she posted from jail, that she understood the humor in this and that she was going to find she a way to make this work She went live from jail, too. She went live from jail. <laughs> 
And she's like laughing in jail. <laughs> people were like free free Asian doll, which I thought was nice. Like people were really like stream whatever in free Asian doll, Asia doll. And like it, then it really added because she took the like chicest mugshot I've ever seen in my entire life. She has two <laughs> mugshots, both of which are like extremely hot. One of them she has like full beat, like gorgeous, like cat eye. Yeah, and she posted it on Instagram and said, I was wanted for one whole year and didn't even know. Be back in 45 <laughs> days. See y'all soon. I don't think I would brag that I was wanted and didn't know. Because I feel like then they'd be people would be like, get it together. Like, get it to Not even like, who cares about what I did to get to jail? But like, get it together. You didn't know. I still I feel bad. I feel like this is I feel like this is related. I mean, like you said, this could this is just something that could happen to anyone. <laughs> I feel no, it like sucks. I really do. I do feel like I this could happen to me. Don't pay a speeding hey. ticket for long enough. Then they're like, go to jail, and you're like, what? When did I speed? But you're right. I like don't I don't. I'm not gonna go on my uh my conspiracy brain and think that this was all intentional. But I am in agreement with you that overall. This sucks for her, obviously, but I feel like it gave more attention to this song. I'm just saying, I'm not saying she did this on purpose. I'm saying it's just, it's it's the it's the silver lining on a shitty situation, which is you have to go to jail for 45 days, but I've now heard of you because I saw mm-hmm. a funny tweet, you know? Yes. That helps. And then as a sort of like, a sort of wink, like a funny piece of coincidence, a funny coincidence, the song is called Come Outside. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Yes, the song is called Come Outside. <laughs> Should Timmy go to Nikki Reed's first photo ex- exhibition? You should. You can yes. vote. You can vote at on Twitter. I'm gonna do a poll. Or if you think it's cruel to make Timmy go see Nikki Reed's photo ex- exhibition, you need to tell us. I don't need people accusing us of, you know, abusing Timmy. Okay? To be fair, this was Timmy's idea. He texted us after I put this in the doc, should I go see Nikki Reed's photo exhibition? But and then I was, like, I was like, I don't want Timmy to go see this because we were like making him go do this. So I need people to vote on whether you think that Timmy should go. We should make Timmy go. But if you do think he could, he should go, I think he will go. That's on you, not on me. And I think he will go. <laughs> No, I think Timmy will go no matter what. Honestly, to, no matter what the poll says. But I would like us to take a poll because I don't want it to. I want the people to decide. I think this should yes. be a democracy. So here's the thing. Six years ago, Nikki Reed made a conscious decision to take a chance on herself. And she felt that she was called to express herself through a new medium and was inspired to expand the experience of our culture in a different way to embark oh, like, on a journey filled with I'm like, what are you a level reading? of depth that only art can evoke. And so as a first step of commitment, she turned to her camera. You and I love all of the same types of celebrities showed up to her photo thing. It's like Nikki Reed. And then literally like if you were to do that thing on Instagram where it shows you like related accounts, you would also People get also search for yeah. Ian Somerhalder. You would get Ashley Green. You would get who else? Paul Corey. You would get you would get basically anyone who came to the opening of this photo gallery. Twilighty Vampire Diaries adjacent people. Yeah, like CW've been on that once or twice. I've done a whiskey sponsorship with them before. Something, something, <laughs> something. You know? A whiskey oh, sponsorship. But she, wait, she has a sponsorship with a camera company? Wait, this is all bullshit. Come on. Uh, they well, did you see this. the gallery? It's at the Leica Gallery. It's at okay, the, the camera ah. company gallery. Babe, you can do better than this. You don't need 
So they're like paying her to exhibit her photos. Um, uh, probably. Uh, probably. But I like I I don't. It's very clear if you look through her Instagram that she has been like act- actively taking photos for a while now. And it's like very into photography. I mean, so have but I. This, Check my Instagram. I've been taking this, photos since 2010. But you will also notice if you look with a more skeptical eye that she's always taking photos with her Leica camera. She's taking selfies of herself holding the okay, Leica camera. Well, like whatever. Leica's in all of the ads. Well, what I'm saying is I do, I think that this is one of those things where it's sort of like it happens to be synergy. Like, yes, this is technically spawned. You're but being it's very also positive like, about this. I just think that she actively seems to like photography. You know? I think she and her husband Ian Somerhalder are great at getting spawn, and I think they see they are so good at seeking out these partnerships with things that really make sense for their lifestyles, and then like really getting the bag. It's like if you and I actually did have sponsorship from Westworld, Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Well, what else do we do... talk about? Anything we talk about, you know? Didn't he do um, RV spawn? Yeah, they like, like went. They, they like did travel. Like I think they or something. They love like outdoorsy sorts of stuff. No, that's what I'm saying. I think he said I want to take a trip in an RV and said who will who will pay for it. It does seem like the sort of thing where their agents, their management, know that like yeah, they will do this sort of thing. So they reach out to very specific things that re- they do seem to mesh with their personalities quite perfectly. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you have to be exactly this level of fame to be willing to do this kind of thing as constantly as they do it. Mm-hmm. I also like that. If you don't know any better, like if you're just reading just Jared, Nikki Reed's just a photographer and that's it. I mean, like this is I, framed I, as though, look at her art. Wow, look at her art. How beautiful. Not a single mention of her corporate sponsorship here. Timmy, go see the photos. <laughs> if you want. I'm not making If you, you want. Unless the poll says you have to, in which case you have to. I just want to read a few headlines. This use of seemingly has sort of gone off the rails lately and we don't have to dwell on any of these stories, but... Uh, you these are all this from out, the past now it's week. all you can see is what you're saying. Yes, they're everywhere now. And these are all from the past week. Different ways of using the word seemingly in all of these. But seemingly is everywhere. This is a seemingly alert. Ice Spice seemingly responds to Drake lyric, she attend trying to rap, it's good on mute, going viral. Rude. Serena Williams' husband, Alexis Ohanian, seemingly responds to Drake, calling him a groupie. Why are these all about Drake? (laughs) (laughs) Because his music was released. Britney Spears seemingly apologizes to Zoe 101 star Alexa Nicholas. (laughs) Emily Ratajkowski says she doesn't really believe in straight people after seemingly coming out as bisexual. (laughs) Lala Kent seemingly offers a glimpse at her new man following Randall Emmett's split. Seemingly offers a glimpse. That's that's one of the that's one of the biggest stretches. And that was the seemingly alert. Thank you. Okay, let's talk about relationships. The number one relationship news of the week is that Bella Porch surprised everyone by getting divorced from a man no one knew she'd been married to for four years. Wow, she really didn't tell me this in our 60-minute Zoom chat (laughs) for the Cosmo (laughs) cover that I did. She didn't say to me, oh, also I'm married. I didn't ask, but maybe I should have. This is annoying because now I'm like, why didn't I, why didn't I like look up some records about her or whatever? I guess I wasn't going that deep. Should have. I should have done one more Google and it should have been at the marriage factor. How do you look up a marriage record? I don't think you would have found found these records. I think you would have only found these records if you were looking in the right, you know, records office in the right county, you know, like you'd have to literally be in the right county. 
So the only way that people knew that she had been married was that she filed for divorce. What's interesting about this, it's kind of not interesting otherwise. What's interesting about it is that Bella Porch, her last name that she uses very publicly, is actually the last name that her mar- – it's her married name from her mm-hmm. now ex-husband or soon-to-be ex-husband, Tyler Porch, who I'm pretty sure via these photos she met in the in the Navy. Yeah, because they were in the Navy. She, she joined the Navy like right she after Navy. she turned 18. Yeah. She was in the Navy yeah. for a couple of years. And so it looks like – A long on, time. Yeah. So it looks like this is how they met. Or they met right before the Navy and joined at the same time or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's just interesting that sh- this whole time no one – I mean, I don't know. This is what's so interesting about this. This is a TikTok famous girly who kind of came out of nowhere, which is why she's charming. She has a very kind of fabled history, a lot of interesting things. It's rare to have somebody who is in the Navy become famous for TikTok. Then again, who becomes famous for TikTok? She, like, is covered in tattoos. Like, she has kind of, like, this whole story about how her family – did not treat her well she moved to the u.s she was you know so like there's a whole thing but like in all of that it's almost like you can conceal a a secret marriage because there's Mm -hmm. so many other things that people are talking about like i know this i like wrote a whole story about her and it was like not there was so much already there that i wasn't like oh maybe she's secretly married (laughs) yeah and she she joined if that she, makes sense. When of. you look at the timeline of her military service, yeah, she joined in 2017. She was there for three years. And then she posts that TikTok, which is still the most viewed TikTok, the most liked TikTok on the platform. With the M to the B, M to the B, M to the B. In spring of 2020. So this girlie literally got home from the military, downloaded TikTok, made a video, and it changed her life. Like, yeah, yes. She made yes. it right after she got back. <laughs> Yes, literally. What's this app? What have I been missing out on? Well, now she has music that's like not the worst music in the world. Actually, it's like some of it's quite good and or like, okay, quite good. That's very generous. Better than most of kind of TikTok originated music from kind of like, quote unquote, random people. That's true. That's true. And uh, she's an interesting. I just I guess my point is, which I feel like I wasn't making very eloquently. It's like this is a person whose story is already so interesting that having a secret husband isn't even like the most interesting part of her story. It's That's just true. something that we didn't know because clearly a secret husband. They haven't been together in a long time. Who mm-hmm. found this photo? I mean, I think this is interesting. Now people have dug in and really found this. I wonder how hard it was to find the photos of him. I mean, once you know the name, I bet it was easy to find, but she never talked about mm-hmm. it. And I'm sorry, I'm actually wondering, like, you're like, oh, I should have asked her about, like, I should have asked if she was married. I bet if you would have asked if she was in a relationship, she wouldn't she have brought like, it. No. Like, it, she wouldn't have said anything. Yeah, right. Because how how would any uh, anyone have proved her wrong, you know? There were quite a few things about her life that were off off the table for me to discuss and talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Understandably. They were sensitive mm-hmm. topics. Yeah. But it is interesting that it's not that pictures of them didn't exist. It's just that no one really knew where to look. And also she had kind of maybe obscured it with like lots of other things about her life that were yeah. more interesting than the idea that she was married to some guy in the Navy. So another piece of relationship news that I was sort of skeptical about at first, but then Cher started tweeting about it. And, and now I guess I believe it. There was a blurry photo of Amber Rose's ex-boyfriend, the one that she like famously hates. We talked about it before. He cheated on her, admittedly cheated on her. Alexander Edwards, she would refer to him as A.E. People call him A.E. Was spotted 
holding this hands is so with. Crazy. This is so crazy. I'm sorry. And like kissing I'm her like, hands. And so I was kind of what's like, what's going on? What? This is weird. Like, first of all, the photo is blurry. How do we even know that that's Cher? How do we even know that that's AE? And the 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 intimacy was described originally as like kissing hands. And to me, that's sort of like how you treat the queen. Like, uh, like I'm going to uh, like kiss your hand because we had dinner together or something. Like, it didn't seem romantic to me. But then we got Daily Mail reporting that, quote, love doesn't know math. Cher, 76, confirms relationship with Toy Boy Bo, 36, love as she brushes off age gap and says he treats her like a queen. She confirmed this. What she said on Twitter, which no one kind of knew what she was talking about at first, but it went viral as a lot of Cher's tweets go viral and have gone viral for so long. She just tweeted, one part of my life is so amazing. <laughs> Hard eyes. People were laughing at this, not thinking it had anything to do with anything in her personal life, not thinking they would ever get clarification of what this could possibly mean. Then we find out that that thing that is so amazing is Alexander. She posts a photo of him with a heart and writes, Alexander, heart. And someone responds, is this your new man? And she said, heart emoji, like a confirmation. Then she tweeted, I'm not defending us. Haters are going to hate. Doesn't matter that we're happy and not bothering anyone. And someone asked if she met at Fashion Week, if they met at Fashion Week, and she said yes. So all of the details we have from this are from her responses to strangers on Twitter. They are like, I would say they've been on a date via this. Like, I would say this doesn't confirm anything. They've been on dates. Yeah. And they went to Craig's. Someone called recently and was like, you always talk about Craig's. What's Craig's? Maybe we should give a quick refresher. It's the number one place to get your photo taken in Los Angeles. It's a trendy restaurant in Los Angeles that's not just like, it's it's been there forever. Celebrities go there. But the thing about it, it's not just that celebrities go there. They go there specifically when they want to be photographed. Like, when they want attention, they go to Craig's. You don't do anything secretly at Craig's. There are, fo- there are photographers that literally sit at Craig waiting for people <laughs> to go to it. And if you want your photo taken, you can go to Craig's. Like, literally. Yeah. It's, like a, it's almost like a photo shoot, you know? So I don't think Cher is going to Craig's that often. And I think this is yes, there's a reason exactly. why Cher is uh, is going to Craig's on this night. Taking She's some nice photos showing off her toy boy. Her, her, her toy boy. And we yeah, never really said who he is, but he's like a music producer. So he works he works for Def Jam. He's in A&R. So yeah, he's just he like a, a music guy. he has a kid with Amber Rose, who I believe he did not treat well. Or like, I think that did not end well. Yes. No, she, when they broke up, she was like, Multiple he's women. a cheater. Oh yes. my god, right? Multiple women. That was a fun that was a funny slash sad statement. Yes. She released that really long statement, exactly. Yeah. Um, but now Cher's, oh god, you know. Right. Cher's having a good time. She says that he's amazing. Cher doesn't care. <laughs> I have a feeling. <laughs> One part of my life is so amazing. <laughs> One it. part of my life is so amazing. Out of all of your old flames, who was your all-time best lover? <laughs> <laughs> Well, they kind of, a lot of them kind of came in first. Really? Yeah. Who comes to mind? I've had just the greatest lovers ever. Where did, where did, where did Tom Cruise rank on that list? Well, he was in the top five. Really? Top five, and that's a list. Yeah, well, that's yeah. a list. Okay. Speaking of age gaps that are getting people talking, Billie Eilish, 20, makes red carpet debut with Beau Jesse Rutherford, 31, as they put on bizarre display wrapped in a Gucci blanket during LACMA Art Plus Film Gala, dot, 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 
after backlash over those Halloween costumes. And those Halloween costumes where she dressed as a baby and he dressed as an old man. I'm laughing because it's deeply uncomfortable because there's so many things here. People are not thrilled about this relationship because there's photos of them when she was 15 years old. They yes. have known, they've known each other for a long time. I genuinely believe that if there were not so many photos of their friendship when she was 15 <laughs> together, mm-hmm. then people would kind of care less about this. But because mm-hmm. that does exist. And people are obviously really sensitive about age gap stuff yes. right now. Especially and also because. sensitive about Billie Eilish just really like kind of very much obsessed with her. They're protective her of her. Which and is, I think you know, that's the, that's almost why she, the baby, the old, the old man baby costumes. That's very like, take this. Right. You so know? It, it, part of this is her saying like, how dare reactive. you be protective of me? I'm an adult. I'm my own person. Yeah. I can make my own right. decisions. Fuck right. off. Yes. Which is a completely fair and understandable thing to say. It's also just like still hard, I think, for people who like her and are familiar with these sorts of relationships and power dynamics because he's in music. You know, like, I think it just makes people uncomfortable. It comes from a place of, of care and worry, but then also is toxic. And I think she on the receiving end sees it as... Get out of my life. You can Mm -hmm. listen to my music, but you don't get to tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. Therefore, me kind of making that statement is we're going to dress as baby and old man to be like, fuck you. We're laughing at you. You know, we're laughing at this. And then they showed up. They actually, they finally like really confirmed it with this red carpet debut, their relationship where they were in matching Gucci. The Gucci thing is so wild. She's really must be giving so much money from Gucci because like this is a real. Well, and also I saw, I saw someone comment on this where they were like, they wish they had what ASAP and Rihanna had. Just like when they showed up to something with a big blanket, it's like oh, there's something that, that doesn't quite work with this, you know, with their big Gucci blanket. There's something like... I mean, I think Gucci works for her always, but I think this kind of like new boyfriend in also in all Gucci because that's your label that pays you wrapped in Gucci. Bla- there's a lot going on here. And we didn't say who Jesse Rutherford is, but he's the lead singer of the band the neighborhood, the neighborhood who is best known for having the song sweater weather r- writing the song and what recording the song, song sweater weather which Do is I the song that, song that has been one of the top songs on spotify and every streaming platform for like years and years and years it's just like this this constant hum of a song that is just always popular and i think a lot of it has to do with tiktok but still even tiktok songs sort of ebb and flow the neighbor the neighborhood sweater weather has been there for the one that's like <laughs> that one no. you know what I'm, I'm not gonna keep no. doing it you know it can i play it my sweater you know this no, song i don't song all right okay so that's why i know who he is because of that oh my one god song. he used to date devin lee carlson that's he did. interesting she's also another like fave internet influencery type girly right devin lee carlson is definitely <laughs> like would be at the top of like a 
famous birthdays chart, you know? But like, you'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good morning, Blurg. Sorry I didn't finish vlogging yesterday. My camera died, and so I had to leave it in the room to charge it. Today, what time is it? Noon. Jesse and I just woke up. Getting ready to go. We're gonna go shopping today. We're gonna go to this vintage store Jesse wanted to go to, and then probably go to my favorite, favorite, favorite store. Goes around. Comes around. I've read, I've seen all the discourse on this online and I, I'm a little bit, that's why we were like reluctant to bring it up. But it also is just interesting the way that they're kind of fighting back against it in this weird way, you know? Yeah. And especially because Billie Eilish is constantly, like Billie Eilish has a lot of haters, which is just sort of a consequence of being as famous as Billie Eilish is and becoming yeah. as famous as she young has also as a she lot became. Of lovers. So yeah. it's sort of like she's she doesn't really have public relationships. And now she's sort of dealing with all of that in a way that is like, oh, my God. Well, her last one was not really revealed until her documentary. And he didn't really yeah. treat her so well. And that's what a lot of the new album is kind of about. So people are really like kind of being negative to that person. And I also think that whatever's going on with this relationship, none of it's easy for Billy. <laughs> so, yeah. Or any, maybe any relationship at this point in her kind of very, very famous life. Moving on, we have a breakup. But it's fine. Oh, no. Because okay. it's mutual. They're happy. No hard feelings. Okay. Summer Walker broke up with Larry. Larry. <laughs> not Larry. Larry. Wait, not Larry. Remember when they got the tattoo of Larry on their face? <laughs> yeah, and they were like, we love Larry. Okay, what's Yes, we love that? Larry. Larry is a rapper. Larry has like a stage name. LVRD Pharaoh, right. Because we talked about them when they got together and when she got the tattoo. But they call him Larry. And so all the headlines about this split are just getting <laughs> Summer Walker, Summer announces break breakup from Larry. <laughs> Summer wrote on Instagram, people have been trying to be in my business bad lately. I don't know why you'll need to update to my life. LOL, go touch grass. But I've decided to be single. It's no hard feelings. Larry is an amazing father. There's just certain things I won't tolerate. So Summer That's went nice. out of their way to be like, Larry is great. Larry is attentive. Larry's wonderful, but it's not working out. So just like relax. Everything's fine. This other note is actually way more interesting. This thing about their kind of treatise about celebrity women who are in quote unquote marriages or long term relationships with yes. children be getting dogged out every week. Every month they complain about how they're getting cheated on, beat on, children being had on them. They're lonely, but they stay for the image just to say they have a man or a ring just to keep receiving apology Birkins and cars. The only difference between me and them and the rest of y'all is I prefer my peace and happiness, so I walk away. Relax with all that. Wow, she's still not married. I could have been married to either one of my child's fathers. It's just certain things I won't tolerate, but nothing was a mistake. I wanted all my children by the age of 25 on purpose. Oh, yeah. Remember when Summer was being worried about what they were feeding their kids that and mm -hmm. the internet was yelling at them. They're beautiful, perfect, and that made me happy, uh, happier than I could ever be, but 95% of y'all in the same predicament are worse, so save it. Sure. I mean, yes, that's fine. Obviously, don't put up with shit. You don't need to be... You don't need to be married for the for image's sake, but apparently this is what Summer sees as their peers doing. Right. So, uh, I, I think this is an extension of like what we were talking about with Billy, where Summer is like, don't tell me that my decisions are wrong. I made all these decisions because I wanted to make all these decisions and I'm happy about these decisions. So shut the fuck up. Men cheat. I knew I wanted to be with someone and have kids. So I did that. And then I dumped them because they cheated. This is not I, don't don't point fingers at me saying I made mistakes. I know what yes. I'm doing and I'm happy with what I did. And like part of having relationships is 
breaking up with people or having them cheat on you sometimes. But like also complimented Larry in the process because Summer's like sort of making is alluding to the fact that it seems like maybe Larry cheated. They don't go out and say that, but they do go out and say Larry's a really, really good dad. So who fucking cares? And that's all that matters in terms of what my motivation was to get with Larry and get pregnant or whatever. Mm -hmm. Moving on, we have another split. God, Bachelorette and I'm Gabby Windy and fiance Eric Schwer break (laughs) break up. Oh, no, not Gabby Windy and Eric Schwer. So wait, this is just like two people that got together in the latest Bachelorette broke up already. All right. Yes. Who cares? Yes. Um, um, usually you wait longer, but that's okay. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about the What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Sort of a typical Rita. Nothing major. Just a lot of posing. A lot <laughs> Don't of... start it like that. Start it exciting. Rita Ora flaunts her chiseled midriff in an unbuttoned shirt after filming for the Jonathan Ross show. The Jonathan Ross show is huge in the UK. Rita Ora flaunts her incredible figure in a daring black cutout miniskirt and matching top as she shares sizzling backstage snaps from TV in appearance. Rita Ora poses up a storm as she displays her taut midriff and radiant complexion in a slew of gorgeous behind-the-scenes snaps. Rita Ora parades her life physique in black sportswear as she heads to a workout in London. Rita Ora gets straight back in the gym after a big night at Jonathan Ross's Halloween party as she lays next to a, quote, dead body spooky decoration. (laughs) Okay, and I have to say I was wrong where I thought that the Death Becomes Her costume was not Rita Ora's Halloween costume, but it actually was. Rita Ora embodies Liesl von Ruhmann from Death Becomes Her in beaded top and kitten heels at Jonathan Roth's Halloween party. She wore the costume to a Halloween party, basically making it her Halloween costume. Rita Ora's Halloween costume is a Death Becomes Her character from Just Jared, which is the funniest headline because Just Jared is like, none of you know what this is. (laughs) I love this. Rita Ora's rarely seen glamorous older sister Elena poses with the singer at Luxury Sushi Experience. I'm sorry, what Daily Mail writer did Elena send $1,000 to in unmarked bills to get this headline. I know we've accused her of this behavior before, but this is unbelievable. When Elena gets a headline like this, I scream. I scream. I was wondering why they used sushi experience instead of like at a sushi restaurant, at like an elegant sushi restaurant, but it's because Elena in her Instagram caption wrote, thank you at whatever the sushi place is called, so delicious, the best eating experience I've ever had. (laughs) It's because she called it an experience. Elena getting her own headlines is Mamma Mia. Now that's a a juicy headline. I love it. And also, Rita Ora said, so good catching up with my twin. I'd love to hear more about that. The real Luke Evans. And congratulations on your album, on which Rita Ora was not featured. Wait, do they have the same birthday? Is that the twin thing? No, they don't have the same birthday. (laughs) She's She's November. He's April. If somebody, if Rita or you, Aura called you her twin, would you be like, oh, like, thanks. Would you take that as a compliment? What would you, or would you be like, I'd what? spiral about it for multiple days. <laughs> right. 
Like, what do you mean? I'd have no idea what it meant. And then I would lose my mind trying to figure out what it meant. And I would automatically go to like the worst possible explanation. Yeah. Right? What would you do if Rita was like, oh, you're my twin? I'd be like, we look alike. Thank you. Like, do people think (laughs) that? Okay. I don't know. If Luke Evans called me, if at the real Luke Evans yeah, called me his twin. Yeah, what would you do? What would you say? It would the same, but worse. <laughs> Everything <laughs> I just said, but worse. <laughs> okay, thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling it at 619 Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show, Who's There? Support us on patreon.com slash weekly for bonus episodes, commentary tracks, Discord server, um, newsletter sometimes, and more. You can also get the audio on the Apple Podcast app if you subscribe within the app. Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our Rita theme song on Tuesdays. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant for researching and editorializing and going to Nikki Reed's photography exhibit, potentially. And we <laughs> will see you. If you vote on it. Not if, if you, you vote. Go to our Twitter account to vote Democracy. right now. The tweet will vote. be up. Oh my God, it's vo- literally, it's election day. Go vote in the election <gasps> and vote. You got to go vote in the election. If I, if I find out that you voted on this poll for Timmy and not in the election, I'm coming for you. Unless you're not American, in which case, that's fine. <laughs> you can just vote for Timmy. Okay, bye. You will say that. to be famous.